This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll mention that on the show. I won't let's actually. Do let's do it. Yeah. Um, we're back. Uh, first of all, welcome to give that some thought. Yeah. Uh, Matt had an issue and I had an issue uh, last week. I woke up with a terrible cold. I don't know if you can still hear it. You probably can. I still feel a little mm-hmm. stopped up, but I've been taking my vitamins and getting lots of sleep doing that whole. No, uh, you haven't. You've been staying up watching television late at night, watching Sons of Anarchy. No, I'm I'm done. Did I tell you I'm done with Sons of Anarchy? No, you did. You, yeah, you did tell me it's probably something but I've, else. Though, well, right? I've begun. I told you I've, I've begun Dexter. Yeah, which I'm not. I'm. It's not that great a show. It's okay, but it's it's. I'll, I'll tell you this: when Sons comes back on TV, mm. which is in like two weeks or whatever, three weeks. Yeah, that's gonna be what I'm watching. Yeah, probably because I don't think anything this fall comes out. I'm, I may download some Gotham when that starts hitting. I'm yeah. mildly interested to see a TV version of. I'm not. There's almost no TV I'm interested in right now. It's, yeah, it's pitiful. Uh, anyways, yeah, give that some thought. That's that's Matt. I'm Addison uh, at Addison Todd on Twitter. Matt's at suburban underscore wizard. Hello uh, on Twitter. <sighs> I let's don't dive right in. Let's go right. Okay, into let's it. do it. Well, as not, a as a short preface, all. we Matt and I. We've mentioned it on the show before, uh, and it's no secret, but we're both from St. Louis. Um, yeah. We, I actually grew up uh, over in North County uh, mm-hmm. around uh, the 270 and uh, 67 um, uh, exit, um, which is about four exits up from Ferguson, from West mm-hmm. Florissant uh, and 270, uh, where all this happened. But um, if you haven't seen the news, and I don't know how you could have missed it, because there's a lot of national people picking up on it and things like that, um, but apparently... As I understand it, and this is something that maybe you can clear me up on or we can talk about, but it doesn't seem like there's any clarification as to what originally happened. Like, I still see, like, four different stories. I'm about to clarify it for you, but we're going to... we're gonna. Well, I don't mean in a sarcastic way. Like, it seems like the details... <laughs> you, even... they're, they're purposely muddied. Purposely muddied about the whole Michael You think Robert. so? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because they really are muddy. Like, I, I, you can go online now, and there's, I mean, you can find, you, you can find supposed eyewitness accounts. Okay, and I say supposed, I'm not one. Yeah, I'm not guessing them or whatever. But the, you know, eyewitness accounts say that everything from, I mean, I saw a guy talking about how uh, a, a police, the police officer just got out of his cruiser, okay, uh, and then and just stood over the guy and emptied his gun into him. Yeah, that was that was one account. Another one was uh, there's some murkiness or uh, the details are unclear about why he was actually stopped uh mm-hmm. one guy said that it was because him and another guy were in the middle of the street and the cop was about to pull down the street and then stopped and was like you need to get out of the street another one said that he did he had actually stolen something from a liquor store right around the corner like a, a quick, quick cigar trip. or something yeah trip. do you think it was because i heard i heard that that quick trip had nothing to do with the actual incident i i heard it was quicker but here's here's the thing Everybody from Fox 2 News to KSDK on Sunday night, and I was following this like crazy on Sunday uh, yeah, night. I, I spent about yeah. three and a half hours in front of my computer listening to feeds on Reddit, doing a bunch of stuff, yeah. like, uh, on t- watching Twitter. Um, I did the same thing until about 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah, everybody everybody from KTV to Fox 2 to all the, all these, every St. Louis 
news local channel, station, right. local yeah, yeah, yeah. local news channel. Um, uh, the the Fox, the CBS, and the NBC affiliate were all posting stuff from Facebook and Twitter for videos. Like they were like you go scroll down the comment feeds mm-hmm. on Sunday night, and there are actual news reporters saying. Hey, can I use this for the news broadcast on videos that were being posted? I saw that a lot, yeah, and And Instagram and all kinds of, yeah. So they were using footage from the people people rioting, okay? But there was had uh, I say rioting? They weren't rioting; they were looting. Um, But the whole the whole problem started. uh, I guess it was Saturday evening, Uh, afternoon. I think like right around two in the afternoon. Yeah. Kid is in in the street. Eighteen uh, year old, seventeen in, year old. Yeah, gets in a gets in a some sort of altercation. Like I said, the details are really murky. Cop, I don't. Um, ends up being shot in the back twice. Yeah. Um, as he's running away from the cop. Apparently, yeah. Um, here's the long of it, short of it. Uh, cops in this country aren't trained to serve and protect anymore. They're trained to kill. Uh, you cross a cop, you're yeah. de- you, you're dead. Um, when the thing was. <clears throat> And so this is a systemic problem of the fact we live in a police state where our police have been militarized. Right. It, it, and, and so, it, but it is even more systemic of St. Louis might be the most racist city in the it world. It might be. It really might be. Um, it is definitely the most segre- segregated city in the United States. That's, that's not even... Up for question? Or no, it's yeah. not even up for question. Yeah, you look look at DC, look at Baltimore, look at look at um, you know, look at LA. Yeah, not doesn't has no no comparison. Yeah, like there's black people in North St. Louis. Yeah, and then there's white people in West County. Okay, yeah. um, and, and other outlying suburbs. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but if you let's let's say, let's go, let's go down to Del Mar yeah. in the city. Okay, yeah. what is north of Del Mar? North North St. Louis, North. St. But Louis I mean, City. okay, you go north of seriously, you go north of Del Mar, right? And it's all black neighborhoods, yeah, to the north, yeah. Just to the south, it's all white neighborhoods. There are no mi- intermixing on between north and south Del Mar, right? If you live north of Del Mar, you live in a black neighborhood. You live south of Del, Del Mar, you live in a white neighborhood, right? That's how it is in St. Louis. It's the, one of the most segregated cities in the country. Yeah. Well, and and to clarify, in case you haven't seen or, or whatever, the, the young man was black. Uh, I, I'm not. I th- believe the officer that shot him white. was oh, yeah. was white. Ferguson um, only has three black officers. Apparently, yeah. Ninety ninety percent um, of their population is African American. They account for ninety eight percent of the arrests as right. of two thousand and twelve. Right in Ferguson was are black people, and their police force uh, is ninety five percent largely white. white. Yeah, and the funny and thing that's, is that's the real problem is the fact that that African American people are represented in the police force because none of them have records that can in that from that area that. Uh, let them be able to be cops because they, right. you know, because they yeah. criminal records or lack of education. Yeah. Well, and and it, it, let me tell you this because I so it happened Saturday night, right? So Sunday morning at church, uh, before all of this had, and by all this I mean like the looting and the they, they burned down the quick trip and because the looting and stuff set, started Saturday night or Friday night or yeah no Sunday Sunday night. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday night. night into Monday yeah. Um, right. But anyways, Sunday, I said to my brother, 
I said, Oh, did you hear about this? And, uh, and he was like, he, he was actually on the highway on the way home from work on like, at like two o'clock on a Saturday. And he said he saw a bunch of cops like race by. And I was like, well, that was probably what it is. Cause it was about two in the afternoon when it happened. Um, but anyways, so I told my brother, and this is the spin that I told my brother the story, uh, with, I said, I said, <laughs> I said, uh, a young, a young black guy was shot unarmed, um, by a police officer, and it's very unclear why he did it. Yeah. There was no weapon at stake. And it's right. not like the guy pulled a knife. It wasn't even one of those because I'm even willing to, and maybe it's because I'm white, maybe it's because I'm whatever, but you know those situations where it's like the kid had, you know, had a toy gun or looked like he had a gun and it was dark. Like, I kind of, in some of those, I can lean on the side of law enforcement mm-hmm. because it's like, well, you don't know if he has a gun or not. It's a dark street corner. I can at least it's understand. It's not dark. That. It's two in the afternoon. Yeah. Well, this was two honest. in the afternoon in yeah. the middle of a street. Um, but anyways, I told my brother. I said, "This is a tragedy. I can't believe that the that the that the police would do this. Like mm-hmm. they, they just basically cold blooded, essentially killed a guy yeah. for some type of altercation, which we don't even know still. Um, and that's that's the spin that I gave it to my brother. And then that night, all those all the rioting and looting happened, and. It just, it upset me so much because the way that I look at it, and, and I do see two sides of it. I see a community that is torn up and upset about a, a, a death of a young man mm-hmm. that is clearly unfair. There's, I mean, there's no way you can even say, well, the kid did what, it, well, like, he didn't do anything. Like, there's no reason he should have gotten killed. Um, and the community is upset about that, which I understand. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, like I told a couple people after the morning, after all the the quick trip and everything, I said, I said the only thing that that type of behavior does is cement in the minds of the rich and and or the white or or whatever we would draw it with race or money or whatever. It cements in their mind what they already feel about those communities. Yeah, and it makes them hate them that much more. Yeah, uh, it does no good for the cause. I don't feel like no, no. But 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 okay. So here's here's. One of the things that happened, whether or not Michael Brown was doing something wrong or not, uh, he clearly was not trying to kill the cop. The officer, well, right? But but he, here's another thing: I will never. I had an argument with uh, with some friends about this yesterday and the day before, mm-hmm. um, because they were trying to say, "Well, he he the the police said he was going after the officer's gun, and perhaps he was." Bullshit. You really think so? Yeah, how many? I mean, how many times do you hear that from a police story where yeah, so, uh, yeah, a young black true, man yeah. dies, and it says in the police report the officer says he was going after his gun? Okay, here's 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 the thing. I will never ever 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 believe the cops' side of the argument when they until say every way. police officer in this country is required by federal law to wear a camera on their person, yeah. documenting everything they did, everything yeah. that they do in the line of duty. I will never believe their side of the story over over. The community side of the story until that happens, ever. But but here's the thing: it's two in the afternoon, on yeah, it's a pretty, Saturday. Yeah, and in it was a, broad daylight too. Here's the thing: on a Saturday, it was clear Saturday in a completely black neighborhood. Yeah, people are home, people are watching. Okay, in a black neighborhood, here's what I I, I explained the same scenario to a, a friend, and she she would not listen to me. I'll cop, offer you that cop, rolls, cop rolls down the street, right, on a Saturday afternoon in a all black neighborhood, okay, mm-hmm. in a bad part of town. Yeah, how much? How many? How many people do you think are watching that cop as he rolls down that street? Every single person. Every single person popping out their, their head out the window, yeah, looking, saying, on? What's, whoop, whoop. Yep. 
Yep. What, what's Popo scoping? Yeah. And all the witnesses there in that neighborhood say this kid was murdered by cops. Yeah. Everyone you that saw it says that. Yeah. Everybody watched what happened. Yeah. And is saying kid got murdered. Yeah. And the cops say no. He ran. He grabbed from a gun and had no choice but to shoot him in the back as right. he was running away. Right. No. Well, you had no choice, really? You had no choice but to shoot him in the back? No. Couldn't pull out that taser, huh? Couldn't pull out those rubber bullets? Couldn't oh. call for other people. Yeah, couldn't. no. And that's the definitely thing. There's a litany de- of other situations could tase, just tase, Definitely just couldn't tase him. Right. No. no, you had to shoot him in the back. Right. Okay. Here's something else that happened. And this is the truth. Whether you, whether you, there's no, there's no coming up with, uh, oh, well, you know, he might have been, he's, there's no, might have been reaching for the officer's gun in this situation. Sunday night. Okay, here's what sparked the riots. There was a, a prayer vigil Can't at like Michael Brown's hand. family's church. Yeah. And they announced it. They had Which hundreds, was peaceful. Hundreds of people showed up. Yeah. Also, the cops showed up. Yeah. With guard dogs. Yeah. And we're standing outside of the church. With the dogs and everything else. Dozens of police officers were standing outside of church. Right gear, from what I understand, at that point riot as well. Gear. Yeah. At a peaceful vigil. Yeah. So, guess what? You have no choice, but at that point, when your cops show up at what is essentially a, a, a wake for the community, or a first, yeah, um, you're 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 inciting a riot. The cops started a riot, and then okay, just like in Chicago, a couple uh, with the uh, WHO or the the uh, World uh, World Bank thing, uh-huh. maybe three or four years ago. Um, where uh, you you saw the cops just spraying pepper spray on on people who were sitting down right. with uh, the hands, hands cuffed yeah, behind yeah, their yeah. back yeah. on the curb. They already been arrested. They're just being sprayed with pepper spray. Right. And the same thing. You know what? You know what the cops said started those riots. Somebody. The cops were down there with dogs on the demonstrators and, yeah. and watching, surrounding the demonstrators, forming uh, forming a perimeter. And the cops said somebody threw a bottle. And so the cops started firing rubber bullets. That's exactly what happened on Sunday night. The cops said somebody threw a bottle at them. Yeah. And they they fired rubber bullets into the crowd. Right. That's what happened. It was a peaceful demonstration yeah. or a peaceful vigil to mourn the passing of a kid from the community. The cops showed up in riot gear and with dogs mm-hmm. and said someone threw a bottle at them and then opened fire with rubber bullets onto a crowd of mourners. And then and then white people get angry because a quick trip gets burned down. Oh my god, a quick trip got burned down. Well, it is a tragedy. Those are the best slushies in the world. It's the best gas station in the world. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Everyone from St. Louis and knows I'm, that. Please, please don't misunderstand me. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm making a joke, but I really don't intend to make to make light of of, of what happened. But it, it, the thing about that night is, it's a systemic problem with the. Militarization well, of and at this point, America's police force. F- what are we? Okay, so it's Tuesday at eleven forty-three. So f- about forty-eight hours or so, or more, I guess, from Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon from the original event. This is the problem now. Is that looking back, whether you're law enforcement, whether you're the Department of Justice, whether you're whoever, or Al Sharpton, who's now in town, who you know, who's going to solve everyone's problems, but <laughs> whoever you are, that's that's looking at the problem. Mm-hmm. Exactly like we've done. That's all you have. You the only choice you have is to look back at a litany of mistakes that have not only been made by law enforcement from the original incident, mm-hmm. but by the community. 
you know, you look back and now we have 48 hours of mistakes on everybody's part. Yeah. You know, because even even some people said the morning after the quick trip got burned down that they're like, I'm and the family came out and said, this is not what we want at all. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the kid died. That's a tragedy. We want justice. We want the individual that shot him to be looked into and handled appropriately, whatever that might be. But we don't want this type of event at all. Yeah. Not only that, on the flip side, you have the exact opposite. I, I, I pulled up some, there was some footage, I believe it was a, uh, uh, a Kansas City local station to Kansas City that had sent somebody out here. And there was, a, if I'm not mistaken, it was in the parking lot of the Quick Trip. And there were two young African-American gentlemen that they asked about, about the burning the Quick Trip down. Mm. And both of them had, the only thing they had to say was, this was necessary. We had to send a message. Like that's that to me that's the complete opposite extreme of of gentlemen who have probably again mm-hmm. I, I speak from my own guess probably no attachment to that young man other than a community one or the sense yeah. of he's a young black man like myself yeah. I understand that but they have no attachment who who are destroying a community willy nilly so yeah. you can't tell me that in those riots there weren't people that were opportunistic whether it came to looting or or wanton destruction well, yeah. yeah. So it's like we've it's seen like, that in and almost now as the every... mistakes pile up. It's just it's just the further and further we go, the more and more mistakes are being yeah. made. You know, but it's the only thing that's going to come of this is, is it's going to continue to to drive a wedge between black people and white people because exactly. white people are going to are to see oh it's just a bunch of black people black ignorant yeah. black men tearing and up women right, right right yeah rioting and, and looting for no reason because right. <clears throat> they're lo- looking at at it and saying oh well why aren't they acting like Martin Luther King. Right, you know. Right. Well, be- guess what? Because they've had fifty years now of of injustices, and they're tired of it. But also, they don't understand how to be like Martin Luther King anymore. Because That's a fair point. Because yeah. because they they have rap music, which and and professional athletes would sell them make money, the most mm-hmm. important thing. Right. Look out for yourself. And slap around your woman for a slap on the hand. But, but okay, okay. <laughs> all right. But 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 make money and use violence to get what you want. Right. Okay. That's what rap music. That's what professional athletes say. Right, you have enough money, you can get away with what you want. Okay. Right. Make money, do what you want. Right. So you grew up in a culture that's telling you you don't have a father around. Right. right. Make money, do what you want. And then you grow up and you become a, a you know you you turn to crime and drugs or whatever. Right. And then you end up in prison. Right. So that you cannot be there for your kids. Yeah. And it's just... And or come out that much worse of a person. It's a continuing cycle. Right. And don't tell me that that hip-hop is not controlled by the white man. It is. Absolutely. The the white people, or at least white people in power, feed this trash, this garbage music, Mm -hmm. Mm hip-hop, to a black community that doesn't realize that they're not being fed this by their own people. They're being fed this by the white man Mm -hmm. to keep them subservient to keep them in the ghettos yeah to keep them uh powerless to ch- actually affect real change in their world yeah like mlk wanted to do it's it's it there's it's it's a culture so obsessed with image that they don't realize how much they've let their own culture slide and now right they they've they've failed to take take a hold of their own their own future and now when it comes Right when tragedy happens and they need to st- actually start affecting change in the world, they don't know how to do it. They don't know well, how to stand on image. a police corner or on a, on a corner and peacefully demonstrate or say what demonstrate they need to their say. message. Right. Right? It's, right? it's okay. We have to loot. We have to. We have to turn to violence because they've been bred in a culture that says well, violence is the answer. Violence is the answer. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. I didn't have to use my AK. Today was a good day, right? <laughs> I mean... Any day you don't have to use your AK is a good day, first but, of all. But, but yeah, it's, no. It's... Right when when you've been when you've been fed violence from and even right now who are the black community leaders right oh right wouldn't Tracy Morgan and Ice Cube and all these people who don't matter two shits no, right be considered black community leaders quote unquote yeah. yeah but guess what look at what they've actually done for the black community right promoted diabetes and violence <laughs> yeah. seriously yeah yeah it's like, and it's there's 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 no there's no quality of of I mean, I don't think there's any 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 quality of uh, of character in Tracy Morgan. <laughs> no, in in any uh, celebrity, right? Right. Well, yeah, an argument could be made for that, certainly, but but I, especially in black celebrities. That's the thing that's that's really upsetting to me because it just it not only you know was 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 the riot or whatever you want the looting and yeah. That, that, that I mean, he's looking at, who's who right now who's looking up to W. Kamel Bell or Cornell West to see what they have to say, even on a regular basis, right? right. The black community doesn't listen to those people, and right. those are the people that the black community should be listening to. Yeah, I mean, these are these are peaceful men with great ideas and intelligence who can who can help their black brothers and sisters to actually overcome. But no, everybody has to listen to what Kanye West has to say. Right. Oh my God, it's so frustrating, and I feel so much for for not. Not just for black people, but for white, for, for dis, per, disprivileged white people too, because yeah. we're in the same boat. We're being yeah. fed lies by our media. We're being, we're being. Well, and it's funny because the majority of things I saw so, so on social media from uh, everyone is my hypnotized. personal friends, my personal friends in this neighborhood, in this town. I, I, I mean, I, I say I grew up there. I didn't quite grow up there. It was, it was a, it was a couple, like I said, it was a couple exits down. But I know people that, that live in in that basically in that neighborhood. Yeah, that Walmart that got looted. We stopped there every every Sunday after church on the yeah. way home from church. Ferguson, Jennings, yes, Hazelwood, that whole thing. Yeah, um, and the the all the white all of my white friends on Facebook, you could tell that they're they're. I mean, they were like. For every for every for every status that was like, we need to pray for this situation and and thoughtfully and prayerfully consider what we can do mm-hmm. for our community. Yeah. Okay. For every one of those, there were ten of I can't believe you would act this way slash thinly veiled racism in that. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? For every for every one good idea of let's prayerfully consider what we can do for our community, there were like I said, there were ten uh, status updates or or tweets or whatever that were thinly veiled racism of essentially why the hell would you do this? Yeah. Um, can I read something real quick? And that's Reddit? that's upsetting as a as a as a white person, yeah. a, a white young person who grew up with a lot of those other white people because because to me I look at the community and it's a broken community that the riots and looting are, and the burning of the goits are very in no way justified. But on the flip side, like I said, you have a stack of mistakes on both sides. That that is just a, a a waterfall, like a domino effect of all these events. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to stop either. No, I no. mean it's it's Tuesday. You know, I I really don't think <laughs> we're out of the woods yet. Much as I'd like to think that the Reverend Al, uh, whatever words he might have this afternoon, will we'll go ahead and uh, quell the masses' thirst for blood. But yeah. I don't see that. I mean, if they can distract people way. enough. Yeah. Anyway, so so on Reddit on Sunday night, and people were posting stuff as they do on reddit here's a here's here's a something i thought, thought struck me is kind of wise this is from user trying to be a wise guy and i'm just going to use it just because why not if he right. happens to hear it so what yeah negative 37 points downvoted 37 times yeah well probably more One than that ago. if there were upvotes yeah. but yeah oh yeah um 
Start right here. I agree looting is inappropriate, but are we going to sit around and act like we don't understand why people are pissed and using Michael Brown's death as justification to riot and loot? Yes, people are laughing while they are looting because it feels like justice. Yes, the looting doesn't help their community and will drive businesses away, but it feels damn good in the moment. This looting is a massive mob-like exhilaration. An entire community releasing their rage and saying, finally, we get what we want. If you want to express shame at someone, it should be how the police handled both Michael Brown's death and the riots itself. There are many reports coming out suggesting they're aggravating the situation. When the police systematically oppress a group of people, especially those of the same racial or ethnic background, they are creating an unsafe situation for everyone. We need to repair communities like Ferguson, and the police have never been helping. Anyway, um, there are a couple... Um, a couple other things, uh, comments I might read, but that to me that that uh, that typifies this whole the whole racial divide. It's um, it, it's it, yeah, it feels good in the moment. Yeah, it is a release to burn down a quick trip mm-hmm. and to loot sure. the beauty salon, right? Right. But it's it's because it's a it's a community of of people who have been so marginalized over the past 40 and 50 years who have seen businesses leave, who have seen uh, the prices of homes fall, who see a white police force who is policing a completely black right. area of, of St. Louis. Right. Um, you, you see so, m- so many things happen unquestionably. every day and you have no... Ch- you have very little educational choices, and you you can't bring yourself up and provide for yourself and your family outside of violence mm-hmm. and illegality. So you are going to be angry, and the slightest thing is going to set you off. Yeah. This, to me, is systemic of the problem we have in this country uh, with race, but also with the complete abandonment of the lower class. Right. Yeah, you give you give food stamps and you give welfare and stuff. Yeah, but white people take most of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and or most of the jobs yeah, and, and it's whatever else. It's it's and we spent we spent you know twenty five minutes on this. We're we're about to start going in circles, but it's it's. Well, I, I've got a couple. I got a couple other points we can take it. Um, so I'm watch. I'm sitting around uh, listening to. It's about ten thirty. On Sunday night, mm-hmm. listening to the police scanner right out of uh, Saint Anne, right. which Saint Anne is just south of seventy, but it covers North Saint Louis basically. Right, um, so all the police scanner stuff goes through Saint Anne because that's the one hub. And <laughs> it seems to me that's kind of silly because the most violent and policed part of Saint Louis is North Saint Louis, right. and all their dispatch runs out of Saint Anne Police Station. Right, <laughs> um, at about ten forty-five on Sunday night because uh-huh. they have all the scanners up on a single website where you can just click on and listen to the police scanner. Right. Um, they had, uh, at 1045 on Sunday night, that the San Ann channel went down. Right. And it said, um, for over concerns of public safety, this channel has been suspended until further notice. Yeah. And then the one for um, St. Louis City right. went down, and it was not only saying, uh, my computer is messing up, I'll have to switch to a new computer before we can get the feed act running again right the 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 police force in st in uh in st louis shut down 
police scanner so people couldn't know what was going on. Probably. Oh, oh, absolutely. Also, um, did you hear reports of cable outages in North County that night? I heard some of that. I saw some of it, yeah. Yeah, almost everywhere in, uh, in North County had spotted cable reception. Not, not, uh, not cable, cable broadcasts. So Channel 2, Channel 4, Channel 5, Channel 11, Channel 9, your local Channel news. 30. Right, right, your right. local news that you don't have to pay for or have a cable subscription for to get. Yeah. Yeah, all those channels went out. Yeah. For about three or four hours on Sunday night. Yeah. In North in North St. Louis. Yeah. It was a concerted effort on part of law enforcement. You think so? To, oh, come on. Come on. Are you seriously? Can you not put two and two together? Like how? Well, I'm not quite as conspiratorial as you. I'll, when these hal- things happen in the middle of this. My usage is not quite up to. <laughs> when those sorts of things happen in the middle of a situation like that, it is not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. No, but when you have when you have hundreds of people, hundreds of people saying in the when when people are writing and you have hundreds of people say my news went out, and I can't get the news or I can't listen to the police scanner or it's it's concerted effort by law enforcement to contain anybody knowing what's actually going on. Addison, how is it not? How it's so it's so obvious to me. It's it's stupid. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I just don't want it to be true. I think is bottom line here. I don't want it to be true either. But it's the f- we got to face the facts. Is that guess what our police? Not only does our police force control our streets, but step of a finger, they also control our media. Well, one more quick thought about because you mentioned the the wearing cameras. Oh yeah. Here's a quick thought about that. Um, it's funny to me that 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 civil rights or privacy advocates or that kind of thing have been advocating for federal laws the last really the past five to seven years where it is it is completely legal to film what a police officer is doing in public right mm-hmm. and that's I, if, if i'm not mistaken i think except for like a couple of states and or municipalities that's legal you can record a police officer um, but on the flip side it doesn't seem like there's been much talk about having police officers to wear those and 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 in such cases like let's say for example this officer is wearing that okay so he Mm he 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 gets suspended with pay as is as is the 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 station or the municipality's current you know regulations or whatever so okay that's what happens we're following we're following the rules here he goes back into the station they say what the hell happened officer smith you know Mm -hmm. and he he shows his camera and they're like okay it seems like you clearly were threatened Uh, we're gonna go ahead and suspend you and give you your six months whatever you know whatever like i said by the book yeah. whatever 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 and then and then that can be handled in so much of a better way and i i i think one would think that communities would be way more it would do two things because not only would you not only would incidents that are murky like this i think lessen because i mean who's going to screw with a police officer when he's got a camera and your ass is going to be busted at the end of the day yeah because if you actually are getting into some altercation with a police officer, whether it's whether it's verbal or physical, or you are going for his gun, or you've stolen some merchandise, or whatever it is, uh, yeah, that's all going to be on camera, mm-hmm. which is one day going to be played in a courtroom, and you'll go to prison. Okay? Yeah. So not only does it get rid of those things, but then police officers are now much more likely to, well, uh, I'm maybe not going to screw around. I'm maybe not going to take that next level of, of overzealous sort of uh, uh, material force against people. Because my ass is on camera too, and at the end of the day, my 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 uh, uh, superior officers and things like that are going to look at that, and my career, my judge, the way that I make money for my family, my livelihood is going to be judged and based upon my actions here. Mm. 
you know. So it, again, I, I I really think that that's a, a something that should happen. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, yeah, like I said, I, the two sides to it it really helps like everybody. I, like I said twenty minutes ago, I will never ever believe the cops' version of a story until every cop in this country is wearing a camera. Yeah, and I don't I don't understand why why we don't like it's so cheap like. Yeah, like, like GoPro cameras. Like you could, if a police, if a police force went to like, it'd be like one GoPro of the cheapest said, things. Hey, let's all get, let's all get cameras. Like it'd be cheaper than than outfitting the whole police force with tires. It yeah, would literally no, it be cheaper than literally that. The, the what the, what a, what a police officer puts on yeah. uh, for his uniform. Yeah, for his that utility day, right. belt, everything else. Like it's literally one of the cheapest items that he would have. Probably about as expensive expensive as like his uh, his radio badge or something. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's it wouldn't be hard to do at all. No. And actually, uh, 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 on another note, I still kind of want to talk about this a little bit more, but we can talk we'll segue into this. Uh, Microsoft actually just released that they've been working on a technology. I read this on Reddit last night. Yeah. They're working on a technology for Camera Shake that completely reduces. It. I, it, I guess it buffs what the, the camera was doing a split second before and a split second after. So let's say... It stabilizes an the whole thing. It basically stabilizes the image. Really? So if an officer, let's say, running down af- after, you know, after a suspect in pursuit, right, right. and the camera's going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, yeah. like, it will be able to stabilize the image so that it can almost reduce... So I'm reduce, assuming if that's from Microsoft, it's a software thing, yeah, not a hardware yeah, thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It can reduce well, almost any, any vibrations or any skipping right. or any, you know shaking that the camera might have and give you a solid stable image yeah yeah there's they're really excited about it because of like filmmaking and stuff like that for like documentaries and stuff right um yeah there's no reason not to do that there really isn't (laughs) um so that's that's uh what's been going on in matt and i's hometown Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean it's like i said it's we're here uh, in an undisclosed location, but we're about 25 minutes from there if we wanted to. We got, yeah, hop in the car and hop on the highway, it'd be about 25 minutes away, if that. Um, no, you can get there at 15. Well, legally, we'd be around 25 minutes, you know. Yeah, but I mean, like, no, it's it's a 15-minute highway drive to get, into, to get into North County. Yeah, 15 minutes, man. Yeah. Because all, all you have to do is get, get on 270 North for about five minutes and boom. Yeah, you're there, yeah. Um yeah, that's what's been going on uh, in our hometown, uh, and it's blowing up all over you know the internet and everything like that. And like I said, my main, my number one overarching feeling is just sadness. Like it, it's sadness not only for the community and for what happened to that young man and his family, mm-hmm. but but sadness for how they wound up reacting. Which, as I see it, is only going to damage their cause, any form of justice, and the thoughts on the community as a whole. You know, I mean, this is only going to make business owners and, and families and everything look at North County and North St. Louis and that that part of town in that much worse of a light. Yeah. So one more one more thing I'm going to read from Reddit from the comment section. You and your Reddit. I know is a user. Um, uh, OK, weird username. I I O I I I think it's binary some sort of thing anyway. Hmm. Um, if I'm taking any stance here, I'm attacking the various systems that America has slowly put in place to deprive poor people of the same liberties that others more fortunate have. What does not control the family or class which they're born into, yet people like you want to judge them for that fact? It's fair to say that... And he's replying, I guess, to an original post? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's fair to say that equality cannot truly exist in the world, at least with the various systems of government humanity has tried so far, and while the human race is resource and energy limited. 
That said, most research suggests that more equal societies are stronger societies and more communal ones worldwide. The more uneven the income distribution, the less people trust one another. <laughs> Read that sentence again. The more uneven the income distri- distribution, the less people trust one another. And we wonder why not a single damn thing can get done for the people on a political level. Yeah. Your short-sighted comment would <laughs> oh, be a great a- example of this lack of trust. The systems wow. I'm thinking of right now generally work together and include the privatization of prisons and the resulting prisoner quotas, mm-hmm. ticket quotas for funding poor, uh, poor districts, the electronic plantation, the basic inability to hold a normal job or grow a career after a felony convictions. Right? Yeah. So basically, it is a new electronic tra- plantation after you have a felony conviction. Yeah. You, you know? Um, the necessity of money to affect the outcome of any legal actions in a way that doesn't ruin your life. Public defenders don't cut it, not because they're stupid, but because they're under, they're underfunded staff have a very high caseload. Well, if you've ever been in the justice system, uh, the common name for public defenders is public pretenders. Yeah. Like they don't, they're there to collect their, mm-hmm. you know, $34,000 a year mm-hmm. and hopefully move on and start their own firm. Yep. Like that's high mandatory do. minimums for drug related cases, including yeah. nonviolent ones. Yeah. These aren't the only factors, but it's a very complex issue we were talking about. But you can see just how the four I mentioned could work in concert to A, keep cops arresting people, B, ruin a person's life forever after one mistake. Allow this, the better off to avoid being destroyed by this system by throwing money at it. Mm-hmm. And D, punish those convicted excessively. Then give them no option to earn legitimate money or improve themselves when they get free due to their felony conviction. Turning to a life of crime might be preferable, self-respect-wise, to washing dishes for the rest of your life. Especially if you feel bone dr- or if you feel done dirty by the process I just described. Yeah. Anyway, it it is a it is it's a system that uh that feeds and and only grows more anger. In a circle, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's Yeah, I don't really have anything to say on that, but that's so, that's absolutely what it does. In Squirrel, Robin Williams died. <laughs> uh he did. Yes. Or as I would like to say, killed by the Illuminati to distract white people okay. from the okay. social and and s- racial unrest that's happening in St. Louis right now. I feel like right your now. mind, for some reason, is really on point. And I don't know mm. if it's because of the events of the last 48 hours, or maybe you've made... I know you've made some... And we can talk about this if you want, mm-hmm. but you've made some dietary... A few changes. Well, I stopped drinking beer. Haven't had beer in a while. Yeah. Um, um, it, it, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. But yeah, Robin Williams died... Uh, <laughs> I don't know that there's much else to say about that. Was he, did you, because I've never seen any of his movies. How bad is that? I've never seen any of his movies. Really? Yeah. There's I only know him ones. from his, his really old stand-up, which some of it is good. There's I, a couple of really good. good ones. Uh, good Will Hunting. You ever seen Good Will Hunting? No. I, I really, when Great I say I've never seen any of his movies, I really mean that. I've never seen any of his um, movies. I do think, from what I understand, he was Mrs. Doubtfire? a good actor. No. Not, I, really, I don't really like that movie either, but, um, uh, Oh, I know there's more. What Dreams May Come was a decent one. Um, yeah, he's, he's done, some, done some pretty good movies, but... Um, he's dead now. Of, of yeah, he hung apparent himself. suicide via yeah. asphyxiation. It was funny because I was the one that was saying last night when all this broke, like, I was at work and I kept saying, oh, yeah, Robin Williams hung himself, like, you know, and trying to make jokes about it and stuff. And, 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 and everyone's like, uh, everyone's like, well, he didn't hang himself. And I'm like, oh, that's right. He died of apparent suicide via asphyxiation that's 
that's yeah. media not wanting to say Robin Williams hung himself. Yeah. Like, if you died of asphyxiation and it was a suicide, then you hung yourself. And actually, here's okay. Here's a really bad joke. You ready? <laughs> a guy who sometimes when we get when we get done from work, yeah, after closing, ten thirty at night, whatever. Yeah, hang out in the parking lot. Uh, we'll smoke a pipe or or just chat for a while. <laughs> he comes up to me in the middle of the shift. Uh, two hours maybe after this news broke we're all working and he comes up and he goes he goes he goes hey addison you want to make like robin williams after work and hang that's that's wildly tasteless i got i'm gonna use that tomorrow night at work i know you are that's and that's a freebie yeah. for you so i'm gonna be like hey ashley i was thinking that uh after we get off work tonight you and i could uh make like robin you williams, know yeah. go on down to mill street and make like robin williams hang for a little while Hey, Chief. Hey, so, Chief. So wildly tasteless. Um, but yeah, that's since we're comedy bros, that's a that's a freebie. I'm going to give that to you. Okay. And then you can use that. Sure. And that's, yeah. Sure. Yeah. See, then you get to look like the sly, tasteless bastard at work who came up with that on his own. I'm already a sly, tasteless bastard at work. <laughs> well, I'm the sly, tasteless bastard at, at my work, too, so. Uh, I, I, I got so angry at, at, a, at a server the other night. She deserved it. What did she, did, what did... Do you want to get into it or not she, really? She just, every time she works, she sweet talks the kids. She she happens to have. Say it nicely. I know what you're about to say and I'm just. A buttocks molded by God himself. <laughs> That's nice. All right, and so job. she gets what she wants from the kitchen. Sure. Yeah. As those types generally do. And now let me guess. But so how many women are working in the kitchen? One. Oh, no, two, but she works in the morning, and I don't ever see her. Well, I was really I, okay. I was really surprised because I thought it was yeah. going to be none. Our boss is a woman. Yeah, you know, my they, boss is a woman. You know where I work, and she's a good boss too. I won't say it online, or you know, I won't say it on here. People can find it. It's not a huge secret, but I just uh-huh. don't want to get into talking about work. But they won't let women work in the kitchen. Like there's there's been girls that that, that have worked there for like two or three years. Like mm-hmm. they know enough about the, the, the restaurant that if I, they, they wanted to go in the kitchen, it'd just be a matter of training them. Yeah. And they won't let him work there because of the environment that the kitchen is. Yeah, it's a, it's a toxic environment. It's a man's world. It's fun though. Yeah, but look you, me in the eye and also, tell me it's not fun. You also don't work in a kitchen. Well, you work in. A re- you work in I work in quick service. What food. could co- loosely speak called a restaurant, but. You work in a fast food joint. That's what's funny to me because everybody t- everybody at work is always like, whenever they call it a restaurant, I'm like, no, 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 no. I've worked in a real restaurant. This isn't a real restaurant. Yeah, no. Don't tell me it is. This is not a kitchen. Like if I someone said, said the other day. If someone said, go, you know, said something, if, referred, if I was working there and someone referred to the back of house there yeah. or whatever as a kitchen, I would be like, no, this is a place, this is a staging area for for putting together a puzzle. Yeah. Like yeah. this is well. It's one yeah. of the guys the other day. He he was it's running not a kitchen. He was running the main position in the kitchen or in in the back house. And I said, I said, uh, I said, yeah. Well, did you get that sandwich? Eighty six pickles. And he was like, he just looked at me, and it was so funny because he's like, "What do you mean?" And I said, "Without pickles, eighty eighty six means without." Yeah. Because I have worked in a in an actual uh-huh. restaurant, and he was like. What? And he started to kind of make fun of me, and I was like, this is a real thing. I'm not yeah. like I'm not trying to pull the wool over your eyes here with just some funny thing that Addison came up with. Like, yeah. And I called over one of the other one of the other managers there, one of the other uh, uh, directors, owned a Longhorn for like years, 
from what I understand. And and I, I call her. I said, I said, Mark, come over here. Barely and, a restaurant in and of itself, but still. Well, continue. a better, you know, a real restaurant. And, yeah. I, and I said, I said, Mark, come over here. And I said, I said, what is what is eighty six mean? If I said if I said, give me that sandwich, eighty six cheese. What does that mean? And he's like, without cheese. Like he looked at me like I had two heads. He's like, without cheese. Like yeah. Like, like why duh. did you bother my time with this? Yeah. And he kind of walked away, and I just looked at the other guy. And I said, yeah. <laughs> Lawyered. I was Boom. right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, that, to give you the, the difference between a, a yeah. real restaurant or a restaurant that, is, yeah. that has more going on than, than a quick service yeah. uh, restaurant. Yeah. I, uh, I, Sunday was a weird day because I went into work and just felt off for some reason. And then about 45 minutes in the shift, I realized, oh, I'm still baked from the night before. <laughs> it's never, it ha- it's happened to me once before in my entire life when I wake, actually wake up the next day. I was so baked the night before, I actually wake up still, like, still baked. Now, was, now let me ask you this because I, I had smoked, uh, Saturday night I hadn't smoked in a few days and then like, we, we got some really good stuff and I well, hadn't I was smoked ask that you, in a while. Is it, is it, so is it, it a matter of almost, quality or a matter of quantity or it's both? A, it was a matter or? of quantity, quality, and the fact I hadn't, Taken in a, a little bit. Okay. So it was those. So those three combined. Those combined is what does that? Okay. A perfect storm of Matt's really baked, and he got <laughs> up the next morning or the next <laughs> afternoon and was like, "Oh wow, what's off? I just feel weird for some reason." Oh, that's and, right. I'm yeah, still. I went in work and I finally figured it out. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm still, I'm still baked." Medizuana. Yeah. So after after about three hours working, I was feeling normal Coming again. Too, right. <laughs> and uh, the last hour of work was just hell. We had a bunch of stupid orders come back, all of it on saute, all of that stuff that takes a long time to make, yes. none of it barbecue that just, yeah. you just have to slice up and serve. Um, and so, <laughs> comes back, she, or, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I just put her out there, you can delete that. I'll, I'll yeah. edit it, yeah. Um, so, she comes back and she always, every every night, either for her boyfriend or her dad, gets us to either make her like ribs or a well done burger, like takes it. And just takes it home, like off the books. She'll just come back just, and be like, "Can I get this?" Hey, I was wondering. Like, it's a well done burger on a Saturday night at eight thirty, and the kitchen's frustrated because we're shorthanded, right? Because right. of hours, right. always on Saturday night or always on Sunday night. They're always saying, "Okay, well, you have to clock out this time. You have to clock out this time." That's the end of the pay period. Because that's the end of the pay period. That's when you know they're so they weird trying about, to cut cut, yeah. cut hours. So we're shorthanded anyway, right? And we're busy. Um, and yeah, she had is wanting her well done burger. To take home to her dad. I'm sorry, but yeah, you take over leftovers at the end of the night, but I'm not making you anything special to take home to your boyfriend or your dad. Not happening. So, yeah, I kind of got in. She, she she came back there at like 9 o'clock. She's like, where's my burger? And I'm like, I don't what burger? And Kyle was like, I put down a burger for that well done one. And I was like, oh, yeah, I used that because I had a well done to come back. I'm like, oh, I already have one down. Uh, I have an extra one down because right. I had like four burgers at the time, right. which are always so annoying. Our burgers are terrible, right? Terrible. Well, it's a burger at a barbecue joint. Like, let's be real. Well, like, but but the, that aside, there's they take just just ground beef and then patty that up and call it a burger. It's not a burger, right? That's a Salisbury steak. <laughs> okay, that is a that is a hunk of beef. It's not even served right. Yeah, in terms of Salisbury steak, it's not served right. Um. Like you need the gravy. A right? hamburger has a lot of other things in it besides meat. Okay, should right. It should. You should have breadcrumb in there. You should have your spices in there. You should have. You have. You should have a little oil in there too Cooking to time hold it together. It, it it should have so many things besides just meat. If you if you if you take ground beef and you put it you clump it into a patty and you throw it on the grill and then you serve it and you call it a hamburger, it's not a hamburger. You should be shot. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. 
but yeah, it, it, and she and I kind of got into it a little bit. And she's like, you don't have to be mean about Because I said, uh, she's like, where's the burger? Where's that burger? And I'm like, I, I don't know. And I just turned around. And she's like, you don't have to be a dick about it. And I was turning around. I'm like, I'm not making food for your family, okay? Right. If you want you, I'll, I'll make food for you all day long while you're here. Right. But I'm not making you food so you could take home to other people who don't, I don't even know or don't even work here. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it was so such an annoying night of work. I don't even really know how we got onto that subject. I'm not sure either. Uh, it was ridiculous. I hope but, it was an entertaining subject. But we, well, we were talking about. I know we were talking about Robin Williams. Yeah. I'm not even sure in what context. Just that he's dead now. Um, which is a shame. Uh, good, good actor. Funny, funny dude. Funny yeah. comedian. Um, but uh, check out Goodwill Hunting. Check out. Uh, um, maybe I will. Apparently, a lot Dead of his Poets are Society. On Netflix. Is that a show or a, a Dead po- the Dead Poets Society? No, it's a TV or it's a it's a movie called The Dead Poets Society. Okay. Um, Ethan Hawke is in it when he was the his early nineties when he was young. But uh, Robin Williams plays an unconventional private school teacher for this boys' school. <laughs> Back in like the '80s or something. I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that hasn't every role that Robin Williams that Robin Williams has played been ye- an unconventional ye- fill in the blank? Yeah, basically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with getting typecast if you're really good at it. Yeah, um, but Goodwill like Hunt- Good like- Hunting is is definitely one of his better better roles. Okay. I think. Well, maybe I'll write like that. his the the di- I'm not, I, I I like Goodwill Hunting, but I don't like it for Matt Damon or Ben Affleck because I think like the crap. No, but. Just I don't know. It, it's it's Goodwill Hunting is a great movie, but I'm not fans of those two specifically, and that's not why it's a great movie. It's a great movie because dude's lightning in a bottle. Like Ben Affleck actually had his brain turned on when he and Matt Damon were <laughs> writing that, and it it really sh- it really shows that like Robin Williams' dialogue shines yeah immensely. There's there's and actually uh you know Reddit blew up last night with people being like oh RIP Robin Williams and yeah, oh yeah, and talking sure. so i was i was scrolling through the giant robin williams boohoo brouhaha mega thread yeah um and somebody had posted his monologue um from goodwill hunting when he talks about his wife right and when he when he really sits down cuz he plays Matt Damon's psychiatrist Matt Damon is his genius and he when he really kind of sits down and like lays into Matt, in, into Matt Damon's character Will hunting during a, uh, a a session, and it's it it made me tear up because I remember watching that. Like it's right. it's such a such a moment of brutal honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, that's played really well too. Yeah, it, it's 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 I actually we, we might need to pull it up on YouTube and watch it. Okay, here in a, in a minute, just just his monologue because it's right out of context. It's still good, but yeah. Well, anyways, uh, yeah, uh, he's dead. Uh, but no, the Illuminati killed him to distract white people from what's going on in St. Louis right now. Um, that's clear to me. Well, perhaps it'll be clear to uh, others. Um, yeah. You know, it's just one satanic sex ring in Hollywood, <laughs> and when your number's up, you know, they give you you're, the good life. Yep. And when your number's up, they need to use you as and, a distraction and, and let me, tool. let me throw this in there, too. They'll give you... I, do you this is such a far shot, effed up idea. Take it. Do you think that they give you when your number's up, right? You get uh-huh. like everyone has like a burner cell phone, right? Who's in the yeah. club, uh-huh. and then and then when that phone rings, you know you're up. Do you think? That, I don't even think they tell you. They just come and they just ice you. Well, okay, then, but here's my question though: Do you think they give you a choice like beforehand or when you join the club or something as to how you go? Because like Philip Seymour Hoffman, like okay, this is going to be heroin. Uh-huh. Like this, Robin Williams is going to be depression. 
Like uh, Amy Winehouse is going to be like well, Amy being a cornuc- Amy Winehouse, a, a cornucopia of of, of, yeah. of substances. Do you think they give you a choice, or do you just you just posthumously whatever you get is what you get? Like like you're you're gonna get to, you're gonna get to the other side. You're gonna look down. And you're gonna yeah. be like, seriously, I got pedophilia, really? Uh-huh. Like you guys screwed me. I did fifty years of good work for the Illuminati, and and then they screwed me with pedophilia. Like you know, why yeah. couldn't I get needles? Like what's the deal? What, what happens is it's a big giant wheel. With all like the choices a, on it, yeah. right? And uh, John, the ghost of Johnny Carson comes out. They summon the ghost of Johnny Carson up from the grave. Yeah, and he's like weird, waggy stuff, folks. And uh, he comes on, right? Right. Death by asphyxiation. Yep, that's what you get. Yep. And then Robin Williams comes down to the the ghost couch yeah. after he dies, yeah. and they do a posthumous interview. Yeah. Um, an exit interview. An right. exit interview, yeah, basically. <laughs> right. A right. Hollywood exit interview. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then they send him off to Xanadu where he has yeah. perpetual virginity and... Yeah, all that stuff, yeah. Yeah. Really good wine yeah. available. He constantly, he just has a Trader Joe's sitting in his palatial... Speaking of that, did you see the cover of the Post-Dispatch? You said really good wine. Did you see the cover of the Post-Dispatch on Monday? No, what was it? It is the, and, and I don't, this is not a racial thing, and I don't want to make, I can't help but make fun of this. And We've I already been talking about race to. the whole the whole time. I know, and it's not, It's but it's really not a racial thing for you. But well, people the, who've gotten this far through the episode know that you're not trying to be racist, so. Right. Um, I'm just going to look it up so you can see the picture. St. Louis Post-Dispatch cover photo. And let me just see if it can... You might want. It might help to search by the day. Well, that's what I'm. I'm going to see if you can do that. Um, it's. Uh, actually, I'm going to put in a very precarious query here. Ferguson. It's just. It's a ridiculous picture. As as a whole, oh no, that's a video. Don't play a video, you morons. I'll look it up and I'll and I'll show it to you later. But it's it's um, it's a it is a, 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 a an African American gentleman mm-hmm. uh, stepping over. Um, um, here it is. Here's the picture. <laughs> I can't see it. I'm going to turn it. I'm going to pull up the the big one. Here, okay, yeah. Here's here's the picture. He's stepping over debris to get uh, out of the front door of the quick trip. He has a mask on, and he's a little hunched over, and he has no shirt on, and he's holding three bottles of yellowtail wine. <laughs> as you do, right? It just it's there's I'm so much about like, that picture. It shows. It just shows him like. There's no one else in the picture. Would right. to me. Like, it's like the he's the last is, one. The looting is done. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what do black people take at the very last? Yeah, exactly. Is, it's is the, the white line. Tail, right. It's just so. It's. It's not. It's. It's like the facts are. It's not funny. A business got destroyed. A community yeah. is in turmoil. But but the other side of me is like, here. Here's this picture of this guy, and he's. It's so captionable too. With that, I'm just, just. like I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. He gets back to the pad. Like he's there with his homies the next day, and he, right. And everybody's making fun of him because he's the one. One dude who got, the, got white the white wine. White wine, right? The yellow yeah. and the yellowtail, which is a crappy wine, anyways. Like it's a low. That, that, well, that's a good wine for quick trip. <laughs> well. <laughs> 
Fair point, but yeah. still, it's just it's a it's a pretty uproarious uh, uh, picture. But anyways, um, I don't know how I bounced into that. Oh, you said good wine that, yeah. that he would have on the other side. Anyways, did you hear about this story? No, uh, oh, I don't know. You haven't told me about it yet. Pastor Mark Driscoll. Oh no, I haven't heard about this. But you I'm really in. haven't. No, I'm in. What what happened? Did he touch children's? No. No, he been, I thought he been, Pastor Mark been touching the children. As a preface, before I give you the punchline or the story, mm-hmm. uh, you're do you consider yourself a fan? I thought at one point you had kind of considered I don't know, yourself. My, my sister was trying to get get me into the Marshall. I thought you appreciated thing, some was, of the things that he had to say. I did, but she was point. yeah, she was she. Yeah, she was trying to get me into the whole Mars Hill thing because she was like, "Oh, it's hip and cool," and like he has unconventional viewpoints, and I'm like, "Uh, sister, listen, <laughs> you're I, talking to the king of unconventional I, viewpoints." I passed his conventionality years ago. Right, like, the dude has nothing to, to offer me, me here. Right. Um, like, there's no new ideas he's giving me. Ooh, no, I I, I realize all Christians, all modern Christians in America, have it wrong. Uh, if you look at the history of, of Christianity right. for about eighteen hundred years, we've been screwing it. They've yeah. almost always had it wrong. Uh, so yeah, there's nothing you can tell me that's going to shock me about unconventionality or anything like that. Right. Anyway, Mark Driscoll. Yeah, Mark Driscoll uh, got removed. Uh, the Mars Hill, the Acts Twenty Nine Church Planning Network, mm-hmm. uh, the board, one of whom uh, the board. That's that's so stupid. Well, one of whom is is a pastor here in St. Louis, Darren Patrick, Patrick uh-huh. pastor of the Journey. I think they have three or four campuses here in St. Louis. Yeah, um, who I've heard speak, and I really like what he has to say. But, anyways, he, uh, yeah, they, they, I guess it was a unanimous vote. Uh, they said that I, re- I read the statement when it came out. Apparently, they're kind of like, yeah, you're not listening, and you, we, we have been attempting reconciliation, you know, which is the buzzword for these sorts of things. We've been attempting uh, reconciliation for. A number of months now, and you have been unresponsive to that. For what reconciliate? What do you do? Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm unclear on because it, there's not a specific incident. Uh-huh. I know a lot of things came out because after his book, he had a book, uh, Real Marriage or something like that. Yeah, uh, and then he had a tour after that, a book tour. And I guess after that, the board and and or Mars Hill and Acts Twenty Nine were kind of like you went about this all wrong because mm-hmm. I think he, I believe we talked about this, but he hired like some, some very secular, uh, uh, marketing people for it against like the board's wishes or his church's wishes, or, or I, I'm not sure the exact details. And I don't know if it just stems from that. Yeah. Um, and, or it came out that at one point I think, and this was something that he admitted at a certain point, but he was a member of a forum that I guess their church should set up. Um, but he, he didn't tell anyone that he was him. Like he was an under, he, like he had a, an alias and then he, and he attacked certain people and used some language that was pretty uh, offensive or, or what yeah. have you. And, and I, so I don't know if it's like a long time coming or, or what it is, but yeah, Mark Driscoll has been removed. So, and it's unclear oh. uh, as to why. Probably good in the long run. You think so? I don't know. I, I, I think, Anyone who's doing good in a church isn't is is doing good, not in a mega church. You, you know what I mean? Like there 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 are no good things coming out of mega churches. Well, I think you're you what you're trying to say is what I was going to say, only maybe more eloquently. But what I, what I was going to say is that wasn't eloquent. Well, what I was going to what I was going to say is that the term I almost feel like the term celebrity pastor mm-hmm. should not be a term. No, it shouldn't. 
right? Like if you're, but it if is. You, it, it, right. And if, but if you're a pastor of whatever kind of church or denomination or whatever, like, I feel like most of what you do should not, should not be anything to get you the qualifying term celebrity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether that's, whatever you do it just doesn't seem like it just doesn't seem like celebrity should be one of the things that that happens to be mm-hmm. what you do and i understand but then on the flip side you know you have i mean we do live in a new media age where sermons can be broadcast online and you know and podcasts and things like that and you know so maybe maybe you truly can really just do god's work and it'd be it'd be unavoidable and maybe so many people listen to your stuff and are, are into what you're saying and the books that you're writing and things like that 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 you're a celebrity and that's not really what you were going for. You were just, here's what I believe God has shown me. And then you share that. So yeah. maybe it really is unavoidable. I don't know. It's, it's just, and anybody that embraces it, it, I get weirded out when people, when, when a, when a pastor or a person of ministry embraces kind of the, the celebrity pastor thing, yeah. which I feel like he did and, or does. Um, I don't know. It's a little concerning because I don't think like, I'm it's, not concerned about it. Like it's like Jesus, like he didn't, what is our ultimate goal to be like Jesus, right? Well, he didn't do any of that. Like he didn't, and he could have, he totally could have, like he could have gone into like the Sanhedrin and just started like, you know, throwing lightning bolts, you know, like, like, yeah, we're going to kill pigs on the Sabbath. Like, what's up? Like, you know, just really turn things on their ear. Yeah. Like, like Yoda at the end of, of episode two, just, just going full ham sandwich. Right. Um, but uh, he didn't, no. like he was, he was healing like lame Terrible people movie. and he was doing, what was God's work. And ultimately they killed him for it. Right. Like there was no, like the popular opinion of the day was this heretic is full of it. Let's nail him to a cross, you know? And I feel like, I feel like if we're really doing what God wants us to, that's probably what our, that's probably what we're going to look like in the public opinion here. Here and now, you know? Um, Yeah. People have been trained over the past hundred years to only love what's easy and to despise what's hard. So you have a when I to me it's suspect when any pastor gets popular because beyond a certain point to to where when they become celebrity status right like not icon, um, but like celebrity. I'm not a big fan of Billy Graham. I don't think that the man is uh, or was um, immoral or uh, or ungodly in any, in any sense. Sure, um, but I do have a fundamental disagreement with tent revivals with mass crusades right right mass and you've preaching. talked about that before too like, yeah. yeah packing a stadium to li- to have somebody listen to you preach and then having a giant altar call or quote unquote for sa- one message one night yeah like, ten thousand people get saved uh no yeah no. i feel like that i feel like anything that happens there is what your local church should be doing 24 7 yeah yeah like, if if you really want to impact your community, like yeah. you don't, like you don't go to a tent one night a year, like that's not, yeah, you know. But uh, you, if you're truly in the body of Christ, right, you don't need revival. Yeah. Okay. You just need to stop <laughs> up. <laughs> you need to realize that uh, you're being sinful you, and pride, you. prideful, and and move on. Right. Um. You don't need to have some sort of weeping, wailing, gnashing of teeth right. at the altar experience. You just need to be like. Oh yeah, yeah. Guess what? I'm I'm probably not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So I should, I should stop I should doing that. Maybe have a little repentance. Realize that yeah, have a I'm turn, human. Have a little doing other stuff. Well, I'm human. I'm gonna mess up and and realize this isn't because because that's that's the thing. Like a, a revival to me puts out the pretext that 
in order to properly atone for my sins or to get over a major sin in my life or to stop doing some sort of major thing that I've been doing in my life, right? Um, that I need to make some big show of it, some big repentive show of it. And you right. can't just, you can't just, like, but no, it's, it's as a, oh, what's this, Eugene something. Oh, he, the guy who wrote the Message Bible. Gene Peterson. He wrote a book called A Long Obedience in the, in the Same Direction. Best book any Christian can read. It's called A Long Obedience in the Same Direction, and the title is very forthcoming about what the book is about. Right, sure. That is what Keeping Christianity your is. It's yeah. about getting up every day and being like, oh, God, I hate being a Christian. Morality sucks. And plopping down one foot in front of the other and just in doing faith, it. The whole way, yeah. Yeah, in faith the whole way. But it's not about mountaintop experiences. Yeah. You're you're probably never gonna have a mountaintop experience as a Christian. If you're if you're doing Christianity right, you're never you're probably never gonna feel like the overwhelming sense of joy. Oh I did it. No, it's, well, it's if you are doing L S D right, you will get that. Oh but, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh no, it's um and but but I mean, there's no difference from LSD and having a say like you had a really great worship experience, quote unquote, at church. There's right. no difference. No difference between to, that and LSD in, yeah. in the brain. There's no difference between that and LSD. It, the the amounts of dopamine and 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 things in the brain are still being released. Right. When you have a a super spiritual experience. Oh, I met God tonight. Like oh, I, f- I felt the spirit presence of spirit in in this church yeah, service yeah, tonight. Yeah. Uh. N- no, you didn't. No more than usual. You yeah. were just really hyper excited about it, and you let your emotions override logic centers in your brain, <laughs> and uh, you had a really good time tripping on the chemicals that your brain produces, right. just like I do uh, when I take LSD or shrooms or smoke a bowl. It just I know how to. Just I'm a magician who knows how to conjure these <laughs> conjure these emotions and feelings uh, with the aid of drugs. Um, which makes the, As does the experience the a lot more experience, right. a lot more experience, uh, a lot more expedient, and a lot more controllable. Right. Um, last story, and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Unless we we still didn't talk about. I feel like you need some more clarity though before we talk about the big cliffhanger. Remember from last episode? Oh yeah, yeah. But anyways, last story. It's kind of interesting. Uh, it's something we should mention on TV teardown, uh, but uh, we're going to mention it here as well. Uh, Netflix surpassed HBO in subscriber revenue. Yeah. Kaboom. Good for them. Yeah. It's it's pretty it's crazy. Happen eventually. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking for the day when HBO shows will be on Netflix because they're not now. And yeah. Like, because well, I feel like, I feel like of the two sides of like digital new media, mm-hmm. like you have Netflix, which everyone is on board with and loves and their devices and the way you can get it on everything. And then you have HBO who's like, no, 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 no. We can do this with HBO Go. Yeah. We'll do this. We will be Netflix. And it's just not working out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, it goes down when there's big premieres and things, and it's it's yeah. just a, a crappy service that's that most people consider not worth the money. The number one show, Game of Thrones, is the most pirated show, so clearly it's not working out anyways. Like, it's just... it's. But, but they still make most of their money from subscriptions, and it's not just from subscriptions, but HBO makes most of its money from exclusivity. Well, right, but they're not... Exclusive, what I'm saying is they're not, content. they're not changing so the landscape in the way that Netflix. I, I know, but I don't <laughs> see I don't see them offering their content on Netflix anytime right. soon, right? Because that's how they make their money by being exclusive. You can only get this content with HBO. Yeah. So, but you can make you can obviously make money through Netflix. I mean, they're straight to Netflix stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, they're 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 becoming their own. But usually, if you watch a Netflix, show on HBO, but, like you don't just watch one show. Like, I mean, come on, like like Game of Thrones, True Detective, Silicon Valley. Yeah. I mean, HBO has it has it going on. Yeah. Really, in, in terms of content, you know, and that's not even counting like 
like a lot of other popular shows like True Blood and some yeah. others. So, anyways, uh, I think that about does it for give that some thought. This show has been brought to you by Matt and Addison, Sly Bastards. Matt um, and Addison, Sly Bastards, being sly and being bastards <laughs> for almost thirty years now. Well, 19, thirty years in your case. Nineteen eighty eighty three and nineteen eighty seven. Eighty eight. Eighty eight. I was born early in eighty eight. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, uh, Facebook.com slash give that some thought at give thought show on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear what you think uh, about the whole Ferguson thing. Um, well, this is a racially charged. We're, you know, we'll, we'll put a hashtags with this and everything, but it's a very racially charged situation. A lot of people, I, and I don't want to hear from people. Like, here's the thing: I don't want to hear. Don't want to hear from you if you live in Montana. Uh, if you live in Germany, maybe chime in because it, it would be interesting to, right. to hear your perspective. Um, but uh, no. It, I want St. Louisans to tell me what they think of this. I would really like on. that, actually. Yeah, because um, I feel like they're like you said. I, I, I've never lived in another city, but I feel like we've got a real problem here. Like it's yeah. very much, it's very much super white, racist. And here's my white neighborhood, and maybe like there's not overt racism. Like we don't have cross burnings and just people. No, getting no, it's nothing like that. It's nothing. You like, know, people aren't warring in the streets. It's everyday but on racism. The flip side, yeah, exactly. And, and and every day in the sense of like, well, you don't go to that part of the neighborhood because that's a black neighborhood. Yeah, you don't go to that part of the neighborhood because that's a white part of the neighborhood. Like that, yeah. and that's per- that's so pervasive. Because it it it, it is honestly, it's like uh, like half of the city is stuck in like East LA. Yeah, or or whatever the bad part of LA is. I don't know, but yeah. half the city is stuck <laughs> right in like you know. A really bad part of yeah yeah bad part of L A and the other half is stuck in like country like one one half you have one half of the city is Ice Cube the other half of the city is Toby Keith <laughs> though that's is is that not yeah. one of the most apt analogies you've ever no, heard for that's St. Louis really, that's really accurate yeah one side of the city is Ice Cube and one side of the city is Toby Keith and and like, and God bless and Ice Cube and Toby whole, Keith but they just yeah. never they well, don't they don't shake no, hands often no God don't bless both of those people but. <laughs> The whole metro area of St. Louis is right. like that because you yeah. go and it's come to St. Charles and it's Toby Keith, like, like yeah, 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 twenty four seven all day long. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, there's some people who dress like clowns, like straight up like clowns. Well, but on the flip side, if we were to go to Ferguson right cowboy, now, if we got in my car, no, to Ferguson, no, we would look think, at people and say, just thinking that same. Thought. How can you wear that? Yeah, um, yeah. When you when you have on like a velour fubu <laughs> tracksuit. Right, like everything that matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just the, the, the same colored Nikes as the tracksuit. No, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. no, you look like a clown. You don't realize this, but oh, you look ridiculous, ridiculous, oversized, colorful shoes, like super baggy clothes, <laughs> yeah. like crazy haircut, yeah. and you have like like crazy like metal and stuff in your on your face, like grill or whatever, and you're wearing a giant chain. No, that's what a clown wears. Same thing with Toby. The Toby Keys over here the, the in, in West clowns. County, in St. Right, Charles right, County, right. like giant cowboy boots, like. Like crazy shoes that aren't practical. Yeah, that no one in in yeah. a suburb would jeans wear jeans that are probably too tight with holes in them. Jeans waist waist too tight to to accentuate the bulge. You probably stuff socks with right, like a giant belt buckle that's shiny and bright. Yeah, right. A huge hat that is Gi- impractical and not good for the yeah. area. Ridiculous or what facial you're doing. hair. Right. It's it it's and and a lip full of dip. Exactly. Like you are dressed as a clown. And so is this other person. Yeah. Like, it's Toby Keith and Ice Cube. That's what St. Louis is. It's either you're either in the Ice Cube demographic or the Toby Keith demographic. And there aren't a whole lot of us in between. There's, not, there's really not. Well, I'm, I'm hanging around by my fingernails here. Yeah. Like just, you know. Just plain hope, black shirts and pants that kind of fit. Hoping like the, well, yeah, just hoping the spirit of like Colin Malloy and Louis C.K. will like 
come down and, and bless us all. Yeah. Right. Anyways, that's give that some thought. We'd love to hear what you think. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audioland. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.